Chapter One of From Sunrise Land Letters from Japan by Amy Carmichael. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter One From Albert Docks to Shanghai. The tender light of home behind, dark heathen gloom before. The servants of the Lord go forth to many a foreign shore but the true light that cannot pale streams on them from above a light divine that shall not fail the smile of him they love sarah g stock s s valetta march third eighteen ninety three by the pilot our saviour has two nail-pierced hands he lays one upon each of us and parts us so you remember that thought given in our farewell yesterday and our hope for you is steadfast knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings so also are ye of the comfort off gibraltar when the pilot had carried our letters ashore and the last visible thread was snapped we felt most truly gone but the comforter came close next day we were all a little dismal as we lay in our deck chairs mildly observing the still more miserable folk who with pale grey-green faces hung about the ship's side gazing dejectedly downwards in a brief rallying moment marguerite and i walked unevenly up and down and sang peace perfect peace with loved ones far away in jesus keeping we are safe and they but all that this means is lost upon you unless you too have rolled through the bay experiencing the meeting of the waters of homesickness and seasickness albeit proving that though very very human you are wonderfully kept sunday evening saw us struggling through a spasmodic sort of service in the second saloon enlivened by sundry abrupt departures by the time it concluded we had grown so beautifully less that a spice of informality enlivened the proceedings and a gentleman from the first class rose to request that the members of the s a whom he understood were present should address the survivors finding we were indicated two of us responded briefly glad of an opportunity to witness for our master they call us s a s we hear because we sang hymns at the docks and then came a marvellous moonlight picture the vast darkness of the waters of the bay rising and falling in slow full swell while the clear light fell in a heaving shining pathway till it touched the quiet stars as they rose one by one above the far horizon line in the mediterranean a storm or enough of one to be glorious the mighty majestic waves come lashing up as if they meant to sweep us into nowhere we ride over them in triumph they rush upon us then with wild indignant laughter and we spring again to meet them shattering their white pride to diamond dust then they gather themselves up in thunderous fury dashing lifting their crested heads above our dripping boughs and once more with joy undaunted we leap lightly on to meet them and they fling their foam upon us and toss and tumble madly while the storm psalm swells its music through their tumultuous roar the floods have lifted up o lord the floods have lifted up their voice the floods lift up their waves the lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters yea than the mighty waves of the sea 
and then the sun shines out and catching slantwise the tossed-up spray it paints a rainbow on it for a moment the fairy thing glistens there then drops into the fierce green trough to rise again and flash forth in delicate sparkle of colour to fall again again to rise and so on through the long grand hours of tempest and of sun life on shipboard is rich in opportunities for quiet service among passengers and sailors but to see and use them aright we need to live close to our master and in the full stream of holy ghost power this evening for the sudden storm is over and the sea smiles blue again some of the seamen asked us to have a sing for them but though they like to listen they don't care to decide and so far we have seen no result except kindly interest and attention to-morrow we reach brindisi and get our letters oh how one longs for them it has seemed more like a month than a week since the good-bye day and yet to the glory of his name he has been infinitely nearer than words can tell it is as though one had never known him at all before and i rest on the certainty he must be equally loving and close to you last night i stood by the ship's rails looking through the gloaming at the long low coastline of darkest africa far above the stars were sparkling the stars we love at home in our wake the waters were shining with phosphorescent radiance but across in the dusky distance there glimmered but one small light whose very presence served only to intensify the deep and darkness beyond there as i stood and watched the shadows deepen round that lonely light it seemed to shine a mute appeal for its land which still lay in the darkness of death the light-bearers so few and far between that to-day millions and millions whom jesus died to win are left to live and die unwon oh that his bride might awaken to the heart-desire of her bridegroom ere the cry rings down go ye forth to meet him surely if we go on leaving the voiceless silence of despair unanswered the heathen whom we might tell untold we shall have to shrink in shame before him at his coming in the suez canal we are passing quaint caravans with camels looped to one another trudging patiently single file through the pathless sands followed by blue-robed white-turbaned arabs here and there are little brown encampments thrown upon the waste whence boys and babes emerge as we appear and hail and follow us with cries of backsheesh backsheesh we pause awhile at ismailia a palm-fringed oasis cool and green on the desert edge somewhere about here the children of israel may have passed over from this point on the scenes on either side recall the exodus and we think of the song sung on these sands so long ago who is like thee glorious in holiness fearful in praises doing wonders it is evening now and the searchlight on the water where it strikes it gleams like a ribbon of polished sand it glances upon the sandbanks and they glitter like frosted snow it touches a smaller boat half a mile ahead and it shines like a spectral thing except where its brilliance cuts through the dark night closes us in the contrast is weirdly beautiful in the red sea 
and now we have reached these purer climes where stars are eloquent and every mile is fraught with memories to the west lies old egypt with its nile and pyramids and ruins of mighty dynasties to the east a shore more wondrous still where words were spoken and where deeds were done that changed the current of earth's history as we pass the solemn sinai range with its bare red peaks and rolling desert we think of the time when the people stood afar off and moses drew near unto the thick darkness where god was in the indian ocean for the first time we have seen the great need face to face it was at aden where we lay at anchor for a few hours and where we were boarded by swarms of curio vendors and diving boys clad in chocolate brown and little else through the medley of colour and sound one seemed to look and hear deeper without christ without hope without god in the world yes just that yet here we were a shipful of professing christians and who among us cared in the least about it i thought of the noble ian keith falconer and his brief bright life upon those sun-scorched crags poor Aden to lose him so and now in our wake lies cape guardafui the last we shall see of africa it is a lovely farewell for the sun is setting and the hills are fading slowly in a shimmer of golden light sunset now but the sunrise is coming oh that even now one's whole little life may be fired with the red glow of the rushing morn perhaps you would like to hear about mohan our first brown brother in jesus one morning soon after sailing i was sitting alone thinking of this time last week when an old indian with a big white turban sat down near me he was followed by a native in simpler costume with soft dark doggy eyes full of silent speech and presently by a funny little chinaman with a pigtail a yard and a half long and we began to talk kui hong was a christian from swatow oh ye see me love jesus muchy the sab said he was one too but that other one he was but an animal had no soul in particular and no religion worth mentioning then of course you have told him of jesus was a question which rather took the wind from the sails of the very superior sab who subsided into an astonished silence turning to the animal i pointed up and touched him saying jesus loves you i wish you all could have seen the sweet glad look in his brown eyes as touching himself he too pointed reverently up and said me loves jesus very soon it was evident that the old indian was not converted at all poor simple-hearted mohan knew very little about him and clung only to the one rock truth of his love so marguerite and i arranged to meet them early each morning to read the word the chinaman and an ayah who said she was a roman catholic gladly agreeing in spite of the disturbing elements around us the lord of peace was with us and we felt his presence it was beautiful to watch mohan especially as day by day he drank in the words of life to him our saviour's life story was so wonderful so new each incident was a revelation to him and his dark face would literally shine as he took in that this mighty miracle worker was the same jesus who loves mohan as a flower in the sunshine so his soul opened out and we praised the lord and wished many a time that the home workers 
who are sometimes almost tired of telling the message to ears tired of listening to it could share the joy of giving it in its fullness for the very first time to one who really wanted it of course we could not get on very quickly because of the language difficulty the sab who knew a little of his patois translated verse by verse and we explained in a sort of broken baby english which seemed more understandable than good grammar sometimes when difficult questions came up and our limited vocabulary failed we would tell him jesus knows and jesus tell mohan some day for jesus loves mohan then his puzzled face would break into a smile and he would murmur softly with the trustfulness of a little child yes jesus loves mohan one day he was taught the text fear not i have redeemed thee i have called thee by thy name thou art mine he could only grasp the last thought then mohan thou art mine and it meant much to him it was wonderful and he believed it which is more than most of us do bit by bit we got his life story a native of northern india he had been decoyed away to the sugar plantations of the west indies where he heard of christ while he was serving his five years a sort of semi-slavery he was taken ill and it was given fish and meat thereby losing caste for hindu religion say we know eat animal animal have soul man good go into good place man bad go into animal me tink friends turn me out so me be christian certainly a novel reason for becoming one but who knows what heart desolation lay behind what deep longings for someone to whom to cling and so he came to jesus and he did not cast him out at last he left the sugaries and went out as servant to a missionary in jamaica who baptized him and gave him a little a b c book his one treasure it has a short lesson on christianity and the lord's prayer beyond this he knew little as his missionary friend did not know his language and he had no bible after a while a fit of homesickness seized him and he took his passage as deck passenger necessarily via london and so we met on board the valetta shall we meet again till the day when he maketh up his jewels very much i wish we could tell you that the sob yielded before we parted at aden his self-esteem hinders him sadly but we believe the lord has touched him the night before he left he came in much earnestness asking me to open my bible where it willed and read him the verse so found he was so eager about it that i could not refuse and asking him to whom nothing is small to guide the fall of the leaves i did so the book opened at galatians six three if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing he deceiveth himself it was god's verse choice for him and went home s s sutledge march thirtieth our father which art in heaven never did that hour mean so much to me as now for we have had the joy of being welcomed as sisters in our father's family by new brothers and sisters who for love of him met us at colombo took us ashore gave up their day to us and finally saw us off leaving us with hearts warmed by the glow which comes from kindness received for his name's sake to our sea-weary eyes ceylon was a fairyland of rest and beauty we were driven over red-sanded roads through what seemed like a great peopled hothouse minus the glass to a bungalow hidden in palms 
where hymns and breakfast awaited us it was quite a treat to play upon an instrument which remained steady and we gathered round it and sang like a river glorious loved with everlasting love and many another old favourite ending with one sung to the tune of jehovah tzidkenu i'm waiting for thee lord thy beauty to see lord i'm waiting for thee for thy coming again thou art gone over there lord a place to prepare lord thy home i shall share at thy coming again after our kind friends left us we investigated the state of our new cabin cockroaches to begin with rats to continue with stuffiness and scents to finish up with two of us could not sleep in our berths so we went and told jesus and then we spoke to the steward all has come right rough shakedowns are laid for us on the orlop deck where in spite of the aforesaid ills which flesh in the east it would seem is heir to plus a publicity somewhat embarrassing we are fairly comfortable i have printed in everything give thanks adorned the corners with the initials of our woes in chief and hung it up in our cabin to act as gentle reminder in the yellow sea penang singapore hong kong only names to us ten days ago how much more now for behind each name lies a mingled memory of things dark and bright at each port kind friends met us and took possession of us for jesus sake thinking no trouble of trouble we saw something of the work and thanked god for it but oh it is a sorrowful thing to see what even an hour can show of real heathendom may the master speak his inasmuch to his servants who were so good to us and may he give them the joy of winning many and many a gem for his crown china inland mission shanghai april twentieth o oh, give thanks unto the lord for he is good for his mercy endureth for ever let the redeemed of the lord say so let us say so indeed for all through this voyage not one thing has failed of all the good things our god spake concerning us all have come to pass we have lacked nothing christ can come closer than the very sense of loneliness itself so close that there is no room left for it it is jesus only and for the dear ones at home with whom every thought is linked it is blessed to know it must be so too it is worth a good-bye to prove him so our little band has separated the c i m members clothed in the blue garments of this strange china have gone by native boat to yang chow kind letters have reached me from mr and mrs buxton and i am waiting for my steamer to japan warm welcomes from mr stevenson and others in this happy home soon took the stranger feeling from one to be here is in itself an inspiration and as one looks at all the faces most so glad and strong one is constantly reminded of words read in the homeland blessed are the far-seeing men and women of all ages who are always watching for great things bending forward and listening for the prophetic voices quick to see the great light in the heavens when it first gilds the tops of the eastern hills today a friend took me to the old chinese city round the wall lies a stagnant substance more like the drainage of antiquity than anything sweeter inside the gates odors greet you embrace you escape is impossible the streets are very narrow very uneven very dirty refreshment shops are numerous 
within them are people discussing viands which we shall not further discuss we pass before a carpenter's open front where the deeds of long ago are being enacted and the cunning workman is preparing a graven image from a tree that will not rot as one watches the senseless self-absorbed features of buddha slowly evolving one wonders how the hands so deftly guiding knife and chisel could ever be raised in supplication to a thing of its own fashioning they that make them are like unto them but how can we leave them so end of chapter one recording by expatriate in bangor maine